the Force be with you, everyone. Welcome to R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. Radical American Wrestling Federation in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is the one and only... Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant joining me this evening. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, senor. How is everything going, Los Angeles? May the 4th be with you there, El Vacant. Of course, I have a feeling you're looking more forward to tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, see. Sí. <laughs> so, well, at 80 here, we got, got a love lot. The Cinco de Mayo. We have a lot to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Immortal. Gee, like, where are we going drinking tomorrow? Ah, well, we can figure that out. Can't we figure that out later once we get to all the good stuff? Isn't that the good stuff? Mm. I mean, Pedro's okay. all ready to go. Well, okay. Well, we've got, we've got R.A.W.F. business to talk about. How's that? Oh, oh, you mean like work stuff? Okay, okay we can do that. Yeah. Yes, let's do it work stuff. Let's do the work stuff first, and then we can get to where you're going to be drinking tomorrow later. Uh, anywho, ladies and gentlemen, Immortal 6 has ended, uh, and we have your res- all of the results here that we didn't announce last week. Let me... That one. Then that one. Oh, yes, and then that one. All right. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen... Still your Midnight Hobo champion, Mithras the Title Machine, defeating Hobo Ezekiel to once once again retain the Midnight Hobo Championship. The epic the epic title reign of Mithras the Title Machine uh, still underway. Brunette Strangler retained the Triple Crown Championship against Luigi and Killa Neptune. So congratulations to Brew. And oh oh yes, and this this little little thing about. Having a new world heavyweight champion, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's right. Uncle Frank defeating the Paragon of Greatness to become the new R.A.W.F. world heavyweight champion after a long, arduous journey for the Monster of the Hills. At the biggest show of them all, he gets it done against the Paragon of Greatness, defeating him for the world heavyweight championship. Uh, just in time to be found. Just in time to find out. He is also going into the Hall of Fame next month. So congratulations to Uncle Frank. Your thoughts, L Vacant, on our new World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, I, I want to say it's the ugliest Cinderella story ever. That that that's true. I, I suppose. I, I mean, suppose it's like true. it's like if you took Cinderella and and you know made it a horror movie, and then you, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I mean, 
It is true, but Uncle Frank, I mean, I wouldn't call him a Cinderella because, uh, I mean, at the same time, he had, I mean, in the rankings, he has been the most dominant person in, in overall rankings over the last year and a half. So to say it was a Cinderella story, I, I would say it was more of Rapunzel. Oh, see, okay, yeah. I, can, I can see that, but, I mean, and he is pretty hairy, so, I mean. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Uh but yes, Uncle Frank, your new world heavyweight champion, and of course, once he won the world title, people were coming out of the woodwork to, to challenge him. However, not for what you would think. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But that is your finals from Immortal. Uncle Frank winning the main event, becoming the new world heavyweight champion. Uh, Griffith, Immortal Griffith retained the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Great Red Dragon. Pennywise won the national title from your boy, the Blaze McCoy. Paragon, in a way, broke even with Uncle Frank, defeating him for the men's title uh, and retaining that, or defeating him to retain the men's title at Immortal. Uh, so they kind of they kind of went one to one, but who really came out the better? We'll talk to Paragon in a little bit about that. Zavilla, still your estrogen champion after defeating Raven. Uncle Frank retained the Fubar City Championship against Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon. Paragon of Greatness retained the multimedia title against Tigress. Killer Neptune retained the Powerball title against Sweethaven Slasher. Dungeons and Dragons reclaimed the tag team championship for, that Oil Money defeated them for a month previous. So a month long, a short title reign for Oil Money, Dungeons and Dragons back on top of the tag team division. Revy Gibson defeated Brunette Strangler to win this month's Extreme Challenge Championship. Alistair Fiend defeated Brunette Strangler to become the new White Lightning champion. Grand Slam baseball champion, still Hobo Ezekiel, the only man to hold that thus far in its short ten- short tenure after defeating the Paragon of Greatness. Simply the best, still your champion's choice champion after defeating Hall of Famer Davila. Moxie defeated Anton Dare in a parking lot brawl. Salix defeated Judgment in a, in a scaffold match, Judgment's last match in R.A.W.F. Luigi Mario beat Aggie in a Fubar City street fight. Damien the Mistress of Pain defeated Evil Angel Page in a Fubar City street fight. Luke Hero for Hire defeated the Count of Montefisto in the Bow Down Brouhaha. And Wardog Alpha defeated Cassie Joe in their leash match. Uh, and there were some other notable matches in there. The Cougar defeated me uh, in a very emotional match. Uh, Peanut defeated Bubs and the Teflon Sheik in a very in a very important match for him. And I'll explain to you why in just a few minutes. Defeated Money Sue. So, ah, Immortal was definitely an epic evening, ladies and gentlemen. And still, technically, it's not going to be over till the Xanthoplanum Dragon Memorial Tournament is over. Uh, that one still that one has moved on to round two. Still too many matchups for me to go over. Once it gets into round three, I'll start giving you period giving you up weekly updates here on the show. Uh, earlier this week, ladies and gentlemen, three big tournaments started. Three or four big tournaments, I should say, started here in RAWF. You have, uh, of course, the Powerball tournament for this period, and that, this one was actually a very. Make sure. Yeah, so it was a short list. Only 11 people uh, into the Powerball tournament this period. Right now, it, it is 
into the quarterfinals. Three people getting into the semifinals. That is uh, the attraction, Chris Cage, Paragon of Greatness, Luigi Mario. Still waiting on Bubs versus the Witch of Chaos Winter uh, to to complete the semifinals. Of course, the winner will face Killa Neptune at Radiversary for the Powerball Championship. Uh, we have the Arsenal and Biatch of the Month tournaments also started earlier this week. Probably not too much to report there. Oh, actually, I take that back. Quarterfinals right now of the Biatch of the Month. Uh, Ali Bunny versus it's Angel, it's just Angel Bitch. Uh, Brunette Strangler versus Crazy Mama. Raven versus Cassie Joe, and Hot Cheese versus reigning estrogen champion Devilla. And of course, if Devilla wins the tournament, she gets to choose <clears throat> choose her opponent from the active Ross ladies roster in RAWF at Radiversary. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see how far along is the arsehole can't be too too into it and it's in round two and uh, yeah well i'll give you a a better update on that next week because too many matchups for me to read and then the extra points tournament also started yesterday ladies and gentlemen and uh that one still way too early to give you a accurate update on that all right so with that being said I hear we have big news out of one in one in one particular division, and I'm going to bring on the GM of that division. He is the paragon of greatness. Real quick, paragon, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hello? Are you there? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. I just have a very slow microphone that does not like to unmute. Yes, uh, we do have some <laughs> we do have some updates. Uh, last we left off, uh, Millinger was on the uh, Ultimate Gauntlet run and he beat Hot Cheese. However, his run ended at one as he was defeated by the Teflon Sheik. But here is where the run becomes interesting, as of the last time we'd heard, because Teflon Sheik was defeated by our GM team's own Cougar who then went on to win number two by defeating Paige, who then went on to win number three by defeating Wolf River Wildfire, going on to win four by defeating Moxie. And then there it was. Can she do it? Match number five, Cougar versus Cassie Joe. And congratulations to Cougar. She has successfully run the gauntlet by defeating Cassie Joe, winning her fifth match and earning a championship matchup. All right. So that means she gets to take on Killa Neptune tomorrow on Superstars for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. So congratulations, Cougs. Uh, That's awesome. So Paragon, that means you now have to go into reset mode. Is that correct? Uh, Yes. As as soon as the um, Ultimate Gauntlet Championship match is finished, I will be sending out a, a company message to redo the signups and reorder the list for the gauntlet. All right. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to bring on Coogs as our, our high voltage 
Invitational GM. Uh, we'll talk to her as a wrestler in a little bit. But Coogs, are you there? I am here. You're there? All right, good. All right. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Wake up. And wake up. Are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just a little bit tired, but I'm okay. Been a busy you, week. I mean, do, do you need something? Maybe some whiskey, some tequila? A lap to sit on? I'm here some to help. Everclear would be wonderful, but I'm not allowed to have it. <laughs> so, how are how are things going over in the high voltage invitation? Was there anything to report? Well, they're all in the quarterfinals. Uh, I do have one that is going into the semifinals, and that's Bad Boy Newton versus Nightcrawler. You got Kensai and versus Tigress, and that's the only one in semifinals right now, I believe. All right, so still too early to too early to say who's going to be joining the four uh, that didn't yeah. get cut. All right, so with that being that said, Googs. Correct, and those four. Yeah. Those four, sorry. I have to sort through. All right, come on. There we go. Those four were missing in action. Uh, Claymore uh, got boosted up because Alistair won. And then we have Redneck Avenger. Sorry, my computer's being slow and my dogs are making noise. Uh, let's see. Who did I say? Redneck Avenger, Red- Claymore. Red- Red- yep. Redneck Avenger, Claymore, Luke Hero for Hire, and Paragon of Greatness. All right. They all so those- made it from last season. All right, they all make it. Alistair, Alistair gets bumped out because he wins the title. Uh, that 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 makes sense. So, all yes. right, cool, very cool. And of course, yes, Alistair Fiend, the new White Lightning champion, uh, at Immortal. It was Uncle Frank's one misstep, if you can call it that, uh, at Immortal. I mean, I think I think he made out all right though, winning the World Heavyweight Championship. All right. With that being said, thank you, Koo. Stick around. We got. Not, we got a couple of things to talk to you about. Uh, you got you got at least one big match, and I'll, I'll just say here you got two big matches for yourself tomorrow right on Superstars. I'm um, going to make that announcement here in just a few minutes. All right. All right. So, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the final uh, rankings. Out for this period here between Radiversary for between Immortal and Radiversary, I'm sorry, not, not but from Chill Immortal. There we go. From what was it? Yes, Unyielding to Immortal. There we go. Uh, so this is how it this is how it all fell, ladies and gentlemen. Very interesting. At number 25, you have JJ Skull Ripper or Jejul Skull Ripper. At number 24, Moxie. At number 23, Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon. At number 22, Damia, the Mistress of Pain. At number 21, Ghost. At number 20, off a big win over Judgment at Immortal was Blackjack Salik. At number 19, Hall of Famer Money Sue. At number 18, 
uh, fresh off her extreme challenge win over brunette strangler to mortal Revy Gibson gets into the 18th slot. At number 17 is the Cougar. At number 16, Double O Buckshot, our reigning Saturday night champion, got himself up to number 16. At number 15, Anton Bear. At number 14, good, good to see him getting himself back in the top 25. He is Uber Vegan TPO. At number 13, Luigi Mario. At number 12, new Hall of Famer, John Taylor. Or soon-to-be Hall of Famer, I should say, John Taylor. At number 11, our Grand Slam champion, Hobo Ezekiel. At number 10, brand-new White Lightning champion, Alistair Fiend. At number 9, Powerball and Ultimate Gauntlet champion, Killa Neptune. At number eight, Knox Supreme Fighter Champion Knox Boogie. At number seven is Dez. At number six, reigning men's and multimedia champion, the Paragon of Greatness. At number five, new national champion Pennywise. At number four is Luke Hero for Hire. At number three, your new world heavyweight champion, also Fubar City champion, Uncle Frank. At number two, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon, slid just a little bit after his loss to the immortal Griffith, but not enough to keep him out of a huge match tomorrow on Superstars. At, at number one, he is the Teflon Sheik. So what does all this mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. Tomorrow on Superstars, it is going to be a pay-per-view atmosphere in the Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. We have ourselves a stellar lineup, let me tell you. Uh, Superstars Championship will be on the line, of course, as it always is on Superstars. This devilish PC will defend against former Superstars champion, and the man she defeated for that title, Black Jack Salick, gets a rematch, gets a chance to get that title back. However, here's come, here comes some big ones. World Heavyweight Championship Contender Match. The winner to face Uncle Frank at Radiversary. It will be Teflon Sheik taking on the Great Red Dragon. Platinum Dragon Contender Match at Radiversary for a shot at the Immortal Griffiths Platinum Dragon Championship at Radiversary. It is Luke Hero for Hire versus Dez. Uh, national title contender match to see who will face Pennywise at Radiversary for the national title. Two members of the Opaque Brotherhood going at it as Killer Neptune takes on Knox Boogie. Two Triple Crown contender matches to see who will face Brunette Strangler at Radiversary for the Triple Crown. It will be Alistair Fiend versus Luigi Mario and Hobo Ezekiel versus John Taylor. Midnight Hobo contender match. Uber Vegan TPO takes on Anton Dare. Fubar City contender match as Buckshot takes on the Cougar. Double O Buckshot takes on the Cougar. Fubar City contendership on the line. Multimedia contendership match. It'll be Revy Gibson taking on Money Sue. And as I the aforementioned Ultimate Gauntlet Championship will be Killa Neptune versus the Cougar. So Cougs with two huge matches tomorrow, as does Killa Neptune also have two huge matches tomorrow. It is going to be a stellar, stellar night in Indianapolis tomorrow, Vacant. El Vacant? 
See, apparently, the microphone decided not to work. Yes, it, it would be like stellar nights, huge, huge matches. I think it would be very exciting. Yes, it seems like we're having a microphone epidemic tonight. Uh, but what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at anywho, yeah. It, I may or may not have taken all of the good microphones to my show, my show in Tijuana. Oh well, okay. Well, that that might that that might explain everything. But it yes, it's going to be some epic matches tomorrow. Teflon Sheet taking on the Great Red Dragon World Heavyweight Championship contender match uh, to see who will be Uncle Frank's first title defense against. Will it be the Great Red Dragon or will it be uh, the Teflon Sheik? Either way, it should be an epic main event at Radiversary. <sighs> but we need to talk now to the man who lost the World Heavyweight Championship at Immortal, but still did not walk away did not walk away empty handed. But you know, he may or may not we will we will find out here in a minute what his feelings are on all everything that happened at Immortal. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive on the pants and the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline, everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal, I'm the reason that this day turns night. I'm the water and the sun, I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A. Uh, So, Immortal Six. Uh, I knew going into this pay-per-view, I was going to be a part of a special moment, something that would be etched in the history books and would be remembered forever for any fan of R.A.W.S. I knew that this was going to happen I wish that I was on the other side of what happened in this matchup, but I have to I have to appreciate all of the work that Uncle Frank has put into this point and everything that he had had to, you know, sacrifice to become the world heavyweight champion, what he means to the fans, what the inspiration he's meant to everyone that thinks that they don't look the right way or they're not smart enough or they weren't born in the right place to succeed and I you know I would love to have walked out with that world heavyweight championship but damn what a moment was it was was it and you know I'm I'm happy to have been a part of it either way well and that's a great attitude there Paragon great attitude indeed Uh, considering you know Uncle Frank's been kind of chasing you for that world title and others for the better better part of a year and a half now, uh, this finally at the biggest show of them all, uh, he finally catches up and gets that world heavyweight championship. Uh, from I suppose there was no better person that he could take it from uh, than you. So, and you both put on an epic show in that main event. So, thank you very much for that. Uh, with that being said, Frank. Uh, since winning that world title, 
a few just a few days ago has been has, has had already had people throwing out the gauntlet challenging for him for matches however not for the world heavyweight championship but the fubar city championship uh namely ali bunny harris and luigi mario both threw down uh challenges now of course ali could not is not technically uh Consider a contender because she wasn't in the top 25 the previous period. Uh, Luigi Mario, however, could have, I do believe, could have been uh, if, if Uncle Frank deems to uh, give him a title shot. But in either case, he'll be facing Ali Bunny Harris tomorrow in a non title Fubar City street fight. And apparently the following week, he will also be facing Luigi Mario in a non title street fight. Uh, any insight you can give us into Uncle Frank's thinking of? accepting two such high-profile matches as quickly after winning the World Heavyweight Championship? Well, it, it's going to be a long and bumpy road for Uncle Frank. Uh, you know, when he won that championship and this started happening pretty much immediately, I I tried to lend some of my expertise. It's, it's a strange thing that happens, but it does happen in this business once you become a high-profile star, once you start winning major championships, people will tend to challenge you more often, not necessarily because they think that they should have the title shot or that the, they think that the title should be defended that often. It's, it's more of testing the will of that champion. See, what kind of champion is this person? Is it somebody who's just going to give, what, give away title shots to whoever asks, or is this going to be somebody that isn't going to be afraid of, you know, people trying to taunt them and insult them. You know, is this going to be a Marty McFly? You know, is he called the chicken and then he just says, what did you say? And goes right for that title match. Or is he going to have the wherewithal of a, of a champion and be like, you know, you have to earn these things. I, I, I told uncle Frank this, I told Killa Neptune, his handler this, uh, you know, it's in, and it was kind of a hard balance for Frank because if, I mean, you would know because you are, of course, the owner of this company. Uncle Frank has a long history of kind of just accepting any challenge that comes his way. That's kind of always been a thing that he does. He doesn't really think things through. If somebody challenges him, he barely even understands the concept of a challenge, let alone... You know, in Mexico, we call that being, you know, uh, macho. Uh, well, you know, that's Frank's whole thing is he's, he's always accepted challenges all all the way, you know, back to like even days when like Uncle Frank and Killa Neptune were the team that ended the historic tag team title reign of Apex, and they had challenged for a rematch. Killa Neptune had adamantly d- insisted no, but Uncle Frank went ahead and accepted that that rematch anyway. You know, it's it's kind of been within his constitution. He's going to have to learn. Once you have a certain high profile, you can't accept all of these challenges, and it's not because of cowardice or anything like that. It's because once you start accepting challenges, people will believe that you're just going to give them whatever they want whenever they ask for it. I mean, you could call it cowardice, but, you know, or you could just, you know, call it machismo, what you say. Whichever you consider, it, 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 it does say something to the fact that Frank accepted at least the matches, uh, even if they weren't for the title. Uh, two Fubar City street fights, one tomorrow against Ali Bunny Harris and next week against Luigi Maru, who's actually had quite a bit of success in Fubar City street fights as of late. Big wins uh, over several people, including uh, Aggie at Immortal Six. So it's an understandable why Luigi would think. And Luigi says he's, but he's won seven of them. 
So, you know, seven of them in the last few months. So, yeah, I, I can certainly see Luigi. So what happens? Now, obviously, Ali Bunny cannot get the title shot. A win, you know, she, she, she'll be fighting for pride tomorrow uh, against Uncle Frank. But what happens if Luigi Mario beats Uncle Frank in the non-title match? Would Uncle Frank consider giving him a shot at the title? It's hard to say. I guess I, it's getting into the mind of Uncle Frank is a tough thing to do. Killing Neptune would probably be more um, likely to know the answer to this question. If it were me, uh, of course not. I would I would say that, you know, that's good for Luigi. It gives him more momentum in going into the next Fubar City tournament. He should use that momentum to uh, earn a title shot. With Uncle Frank, you never know. It, it's it's got me a little bit worried that he's gotten to this point at the mountain where he's finally at the mountaintop, but he is, he's accepting these challenges for matches that are he going is to be physically. I, that's a good point. But he, he's taking these matches. He's already got at least two lined up. So that's at least half of this first title month as the world champion, or he's going into matches that are extremely physically demanding. They could break his body you, you know, these kind of matches can break somebody's spirit. They can break their mind. They can, all kinds of things are getting broken in Fubar City. You know, you came from there, L.A. And it's it's going to be an arduous journey if, if Frank wants to keep wearing himself thin like that. So, I you know, all the credit to him. He's an absolute beast. It's been an inspirational tale. But I, Uncle Frank's going to have to be careful. It was a bitter, a bittersweet evening for you, Paragon, losing the world championship. Also, you were defeated by Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, you were unable to wrest the Grand Slam championship away from his grasp. However, successful against, successful defending the multimedia championship against Tigress, you and Knox Boogie reclaimed the tag team championship from Oil Money. And then in a match, I mean, it, it, I. It, it, I mean, it was kind of like the warm-up match for the main event. It was you de- successfully defending the championship against Uncle Frank. Uh, what if, what effect, if any, did that first match for the men's championship have on the main event? I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't want to take anything away from Uncle Frank. He put on a hell of a match. He earned that world championship. But that men's championship match may have forced me to to error a bit in the main event. It may have um, made me a bit overconfident, something that I always try to keep in check, try you know, I try to be mindful of these things. I always try to teach, you know, the lesson of Icarus in the ring, you don't be too confident, don't don't think that the match is won until it's won. But as I as I sat there, I already defeated Uncle Frank once in the night. I saw him on his knees barely conscious, I looked into his eyes and instead of thinking that it was time to pull the trigger, it was time to to just pin Uncle Frank, retain my championship, and walk out of Immortal. I, you know, I, I thought, I'm going to put an exclamation mark on this. The man's groggy. He's, he's clearly not in his right place. I looked him right in his eyes and I said, I'm sorry. I hit the ropes. I went for the fall of Icarus. And he surprised the hell out of me. He popped up as soon as I hit those ropes. He cut me in half with a disemboweler spear. 
pin me in the middle of the ring, and I think that a lot of ways it's because of that confidence that I had from that men's championship match. I thought that I had Frank. I, I knew what his limit was because I already beat him earlier in that evening. I didn't think he had any more in the tank. And out of nowhere, Uncle Frank dug down deep and cut me right in half. It was certainly a, one hell of an ending to an epic evening at Immortal 6. So, Paragon, uh, that being said, uh, you know, you, you, did walk, you did walk away still men's multimedia and tag team title. Do you consider Immortal, 5, Immortal 6 a success for the Paragon of Greatness or a failure for the Paragon of Greatness? Boy, you know, when you put it that way, it's hard to say that it's a failure. I walk out with three championships, but, uh, I mean, you know me. I, of course, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I, I'm very happy for Hobo Ezekiel. I'm very happy for Uncle Frank, but this is it's, – it's never going to be a situation where I'm, I'm happy to just rest. Like, there's never such thing as good enough. You always have to make yourself better, keep striving to be the best. You know, high tide raises all ships. As long as I'm making myself better, I'm making my opponents better, I'm making this company better, all of the people in this company are making this company better as long as we continue to rise and get better against each other. And it's very disappointing, but at this point, I mean, realistically, there's a conversation about who's the the greatest wrestler in RAWF history, and that conversation is really only two people, and... So I don't have anything to prove, but at the same time, do you, I mean, no offense to Uncle Frank, no offense to the Great Red Dragon or Teflon Chief, but I mean, you know that it's not going to be that long before Paragon of Greatness is in that world title picture again. I, I mean, I will hold that championship again in the near future, and uh, whether that's Uncle Frank, Teflon Chief, or Great Red Dragon or anyone else that happens to win a contendership match in the next couple of months, I'm not going to take it easy. I'm not going to rest on anything. There's no demoralizing a paragon of greatness because of a bad night. I, you know, I will be back and I'll be stronger than I was last time, as I always am. All right, Paragon. Well, real quick, make a prediction. Who will win that match tomorrow? Teflon Sheik? Or the Great Red Dragon, and which one do you you think would give Frank a a tougher match? Well, I think those answers are actually different. I I think that the Great Red Dragon is going to win that matchup. I think that Teflon Sheik is a guy that's a a lot a lot of confidence, but doesn't deliver a lot. Um, you know, he he gets to the he gets to the high profile situations but then he never quite makes it to the high-profile situation. Great Red Dragon, you know, uh, has had a history of losing a lot, but lately he's been putting this, uh, putting that behind him. He's been making a, a much bigger name in the ring instead of just outside of the ring. And the thing about the Great Red Dragon is he has star written all over him. He's the kind of guy that you can see on a marquee, you see in a main event, uh, that being said, I believe that Teflon Sheik would pose the greater threat to Uncle Franka. You know, I think the Great Red Dragon is a marquee star right now. He's somebody you could market, you can sell tickets for. He seems like somebody that belongs in the main event. I don't know if he wants it as bad as Teflon Sheik. Teflon Sheik 
clearly wants to prove something to somebody. I don't know what it, I, I don't know if, if people were mean to him growing up or what, but this guy clearly wants attention. He, he clearly craves to feel special, but there's a difference between feeling special and being special. But Uncle Frank's the kind of guy that's going to going to fall harder against somebody that's really trying to outsmart him, really trying to not just outwork him in the ring, not trying to be flashy and Teflon cheek for all of the attention that he tries to grab through talking. He is a mental wrestler as opposed to the great red dragon. Who's more of a flashy showman of a wrestler. So I think that Sheik would have a better shot of outsmarting Frank, but that's not going to work against the great red dragon. All right. One last quick question. Multimedia contender match tomorrow between Revy Gibson and money Sue, who you want to see. Across from yet red adversary. Um, that's an interesting question. Obviously, I mean, any anybody in this this business, anybody that you'd ask, would much rather see Revy Gibson across the ring. I mean, Money Sue. Uh, I'm not going to insult him, but he's not going to be as pleasant to look at. That being said, uh, Money Sue is is a um, highly decorated wrestler in RAWF, and I feel like would probably be the better match. So. I'm gonna say Money Sue, but I'll tell you right now, I I would probably rather see Revy Gibson. But Money Sue is who would be the better match, and that's that's who I would pick to win. And it's slight, maybe a slight edge on who I actually want to be the opponent, but not who I'd want to see. All right. Well, Paragon, stick around because there, there is something I, 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 I do have to ask you, but I'll be asking it kind of in conjunction with other people. But So stick around, my friend. All right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of the Great Red Dragon taking on Teflon Sheik tomorrow, let's bring him on, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable who needs no introduction. Sir, you are on the air. Good inhale. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The great Red Dragon. How you doing tonight? Dragon, how you doing, sir? You finished second in the rankings tomorrow. You have a chance, if you can defeat the Teflon Sheik, to go on to Radiversary and face Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship. You've participated in some big matches over the past couple months since your return. This one could be the biggest one yet as you take on the Teflon Sheik. First, your thoughts on the Teflon Sheik. Well, you know, Teflon is poison, folks. Don't buy it. Just like when you go to your grocery store and you see in the, you know, in the home goods section, you see those, uh, what is it, those copper pots and copper cookery. You know, you don't want to cook on Teflon and you don't want to cook on copper pots because you get metal poisoning. For all those who don't know that, look it up. Trust me. You're going to get yourself fucking sick. And being in a ring with Teflon, you get kind of sick. I had a match with him the first time I destroyed his ass. Uh, I was actually in there with uh, rubber cement and sand, 
which helped me gain traction on him. And uh, apparently that pissed him off. But, uh, you know, hey, you do what you got to do to win a match. You know, am I right, Amadeus? Sure, Dragon. Absolutely. I, I mean, it sounds right to me. I'm just saying. Dude, it was great. You should have seen him. He was sticky with glue all over him. They had all this sand all over him. It looked kind of like, you know, the swamp thing, except he was sandy. It was great. You know, little kids were coming up to him with buckets and was like, oh, you know, all all fun. You know, and, and, but it was great. I could hold on to him. And that's why I was able to kick his ass. But, you know, you know, and he's on this new little kick right now where he's like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to declare myself the R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer and uh, be, uh, you know, uh, just to incite and piss everybody off. And I'm I'm like, you know, do what you got to do. You know, if you're going to piss everybody off, so you can just call yourself, you know, crypto. I mean, that'll piss everybody off. Oh, my God. You know, wait, is your man? It's his man. Do we know who his manager is? It might, might, never mind. But, you know, that's, I think I've got a fairly good shot. But here's the thing, you know, you've got, what is that little uh, group of kids that he's got with him? What's it, what do they call themselves? Terror oh, my Inc. God. Somebody, that's right, that's right, Terror Inc. Boy, that sounds like, you know, a soccer mom's name for, you know, a group of kids that are just their own little you know, troublesome group on the... On well, the, like a, a Metallica song, maybe. No, no, Terror Inc., yeah, if it was a Metallica song, it would actually sound good and funny. You could tap your foot to it. You know, with Terror Inc., you know, the kids that are on the playground while the moms are all sipping their wine around the soccer bench, you know, that's more like, all right, let's get our paddle out and smack their asses and watch them cry in the, in the, in the sand pit, which, of course, you know, Teflon would just slide right off of. But Anyways, it sounds like that, their little motley crew. What's going to be funny in this match tomorrow, folks? I guarantee you this is what's going to happen. Every member of Terror Inc. is going to get out there because they're so scared for some stupid reason. Well, wait, because I am that great that they are going to do fan supports. I guarantee it. They're going to come down to the ring. Each one's going to help Teflon Every moment they get. Now, you watch tomorrow, Amadeus, I'm calling it. That's what's going to happen, and I do not want to ban on it. But I am stating right here, folks, in public and in private messages, you will not find me out there begging or asking, pleading, or kind of hinting at that I want some fan supports. You will not see it. I don't think, Amadeus, have you ever... In the history of me being in the RAWF or in W altogether now for, what is it, eight years that I've been a part, eight years and a month that I've been here, have you heard me once ask for a fan support ever? That's your cue. Uh, <laughs> no, Dragon, I can't say as I have. That's because I, I don't. Now, that doesn't mean anything to me, because I am not a pansy. You watch. This little pansy MFer is going to be out there going, I want te- I want fan support. Please help. Or he's going to get, you know, Luke or, 
any of the others that aren't, you know, that are back in WU now. I don't know if they're all back. I don't even give a flat fuck if they are. But, you know, either that or their manager's going to call somebody, one of their other managers around and say, hey, look, do you know a guy? Do you know a guy? Call California. Call Uzbekistan. Wherever the fuck. They could get somebody shipped over to come in and do it. Because he's a pansy. He's scared. And that's what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm going to go in. I'm going to lay it down just like I do all the time. Excuse me while I whip this out kind of style. And show Teflon just how great I am. And the moment he gets scared, you're going to watch those fan supports come in. And he's going to be like, oh, look at this. I'm going to win. Go fuck yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night it will be the Teflon Sheik taking on the Great Red Dragon. The winner do will face Uncle Frank at anniversary. I wish you all the best, Dragon. Wish you good luck on that. Well, thank you very much. Go fuck yourself. Oh, not you. No, no, not you. I met Teflon. Like, it's going to stick to him anyway. That was the Great Red Dragon, ladies and gentlemen. He has a chance to go on to anniversary and become the next World Heavyweight Champion if he can get past the Teflon Sheik. All right. Uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to go a little off topic right at the moment, if you don't mind. Um, since this is the May the 4th Be With You Day and the Star Wars community lost a very important member, a uh, very important person to them, uh, Peter Mayhew, who played the, the legendary Chewbacca in the Star Wars universe, p- passed away earlier this week. So, in a special tribute to him, instead of ten bells, we're going to do ten of something else and have a moment of silence. <laughs> Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Thank you for giving us, some of us, a lot of years of a a tremendous character that we will never forget. Ah, That being said, it's now time to bring on our Platinum Dragon Champion coming off a huge win over the Great Red Dragon at Immortal 6. He is the one and only... I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious.
I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith now here in studio. Good evening, Griffith. And hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Griffith. I'm good. I'm very good. Very good. So, tomorrow on the Superstars, two men that I don't think, I mean, they've never got, it's going to be interesting because usually we have at least somebody you're familiar with, uh, or at least remotely familiar with, going into a contenders uh, match for so, uh, LA. Yeah. Can I, can I be honest with you for a second? Sure. I, I don't know if I know them or not because uh, I wasn't listening. Who am I facing? Oh. Who, who's who's I was oh, drinking. Oh. I, uh, all right. Well, it will be Terror Inc.'s Luke Hero for Hire taking on uh, Dez, uh, the big dog Dez, tomorrow. The winner will face you for the Platinum Dragon Championship at Radiversary. Uh, are you familiar? Are you are you even remotely familiar with either man? Uh, I am actually. Um, I I've, I've already fought Luke once here, um, and I've also fought him as a tag team with his his little chic buddy. And uh, you know, and interestingly enough, he lost both times. Um, so that'll be fine. And you know, Dez, I, I will say I've never faced him here here in this company. Um, I've I faced him out in the Indies here and there. You know, back before I kind of you know, really settled in here. And, uh, you know, those are always some pretty good matches, so that ought to be interesting. I mean, I, I mean, look, I don't know. I haven't fought Des in a long time. I don't know if he's, you know, gotten lax or if he's gotten better. I, I don't know. Um, so I'm obviously going to pay very close attention to that match to see what I'm up against. Um, but going on the information I have, my money would be on Des. Well, Dez was the only person to go undefeated in last in, in this rankings period. Um, I mean, easily could have been, had he done some talking, been a little bit higher, possibly gotten himself into world contendership. But uh, I'm sure Dragon's know. okay that he didn't do that. Yes, I'm I'm sure he is as well. But yeah, I mean, these are two men we don't normally see uh, in the, this particular title contendership. Of course, they're both. Relatively new to RAWF. Luke's only been in a couple months. Dez has uh, only really been in it for a couple months as well. But they both uh, had incredible ranking, had an incredible rankings period. Got themselves into the position to possibly challenge you for that Platinum Dragon Championship. Um, neither one. I mean, Luke is Luke is. I want to. He's a member of Terror Inc. So I guess that gives. And he is kind of high profile. Dez is a little more under the radar. Uh, but I, I, you know, do you have a, do you have a preference to which one wins that match tomorrow? I mean, can, can I be blunt? Aren't you always? Uh, fair point. Um, if I had to choose, like if I had to say right now, this is the one I want to get in the ring right now so I can hit him with a concussion protocol and just enjoy doing it, it would be Luke. Fair enough. And, would that and for a very specific reason. And what would that be? Because his tag team partner is a dick. Oh. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Uh, and, and Dragon Dragon touched on it in his, in his, in his promo a little earlier, in his uh, tirade a little earlier ago. Yeah, Teflon Sheik has been walking around claiming he should be an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, that he is an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer mainly based on the fact that he beat uh, an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer at Money Sue at Immortal Six. 
uh, and and that he's been in the top of the rankings since arriving in RAWF just a, just a few short months ago. And how, how many belts has he had? That well, one if you count the tag team titles. And, and how long did he keep it? One month. All right. And uh, when he came in. You know, he, his first match was against someone who's in this room. Do, do you know who that was? Um, let me look around the room, make sure I don't see it. Was it Elvega? No, it wasn't you, Elvega, was it? No. No, no, I you never, you, you never wrestle, so that can't possibly be right. Yeah, uh, you don't let me do that anymore. So. No, I don't. Let's see. Let's see. The janitor's back there. Was it against the janitor? Yo, Rusty. Yeah, yes, it was against the janitor. <laughs> no, Judgment's retired. Oh. Hmm. But at anywho, no, it was against you. Let's 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 be. Yes. Let's, we'll, and, it was and, do you remember you. the outcome of that match? I believe you defeated the Teflon Sheik. I, I I did, and you know he. And not too long after that, he he faced a certain other Hall of Famer, big giant purple guy. Remember him? Yes. He was just here a little while ago. Yeah. yeah. Do, mm-hmm. do you know how that match turned out for him? Yeah. Paragon defeated him. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, the fact that he beat Money Sue one time, and he's trying to say that gets him into the Hall of Fame because, you know, he's managed to keep some rankings but never managed to do anything with them, you know, and he beat a person who got into the Hall of Fame not by his mat skills but by his mic skills. Look, I, you know, he can believe that all he wants. Apparently, he spent too much time in the sun back home. But I'll tell you what. If he thinks he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, he can get in the middle of that ring with me, and I'll prove just how wrong he is. And uh, Paragon, remember earlier I mentioned there was something I wanted to bring up. You as, Since Griff, Griff has pretty much uh, mentioned it, why don't you uh, weigh in on your thoughts on Teflon Sheik? claiming he's an R.E.W.F. Hall of Famer after just a couple of months. Lord Amadeus' segment later on the show, blown completely apart by people bringing it up. Uh, how's it, uh, you know, here's the thing. I've said this before, he likes to get attention. I, it doesn't actually bother me that much, and the reason why is because it's laughable. It's, you know, I don't, it, it, it's I, I guess his intention is to piss people off and to get them under get under their skin, but it, it seems more to me like uh, when you see a three or four year old running around with a towel tied around their neck saying that they're Superman, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that, that that's great, kid. Uh, when um, when you actually do something of note, I, that I would still be, kind uh, of that do that. Uh, well, Calvacant, you are the most accomplished champion of all time. You have reason to say that. But fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but. <laughs> this guy, you know, he's 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 living a delusion, and and you know, all power to him. He, as long as it keeps him motivated and keeps him talking, that's great. But sooner or later, he's going to have to actually show results for this talking. Otherwise, it's not it's not so irritating as it is just sad. And I'm starting to feel more bad for the guy than anything else. It's, it's kind of embarrassing. Well, well, it certainly is interesting, and I mean, I, it could be it could be a ploy. It could be he actually feels that way. Whether either one, 
you're right. He's putting himself putting a big target on his head right now, uh, considering. But at the uh, same let's time, let's put it this way: uh, in, in RAWF, if you beat a Hall of Famer and that makes you a Hall of Famer, you've got one very big Hall of Fame in this company because you know anybody can beat anyone on any given night in this sport. So, you know, you've got the two round robins, you've got superstars. At this point, who isn't in the Hall of Fame? You know. That being uh, true. Luigi. One, one time I lost a match to the metalhead Ryan Osborne. Does that mean he's in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> no. no Anywho. Ryan Osborne. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> but to be fair to the Sheik, he could very well be the next world heavyweight champion. We will find out tomorrow if, if, if at least halfway he'll he could possibly make it halfway there tomorrow when he faces the great red dragon. All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a quick song break. And when we return, we will be take, talking to the Cougar. We'll be talking to Luigi Mario. We'll be talking to the Judgment for hmm? Judgment for possibly the last time. As he will uh, say goodbye to us Uh, We'll be talking to Evil Angel Page And who knows who else will show up This is R.A.W.F. After Hours On the Back to Basics Radio Network And Raven, that's right We're going to be talking to Raven I've just been informed that she just has arrived as well So awesome Might have helped if I'd written that down Alright There we go didn't forget you, I'm honest. Really, I didn't. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Racics Radio Network.
We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our AWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Ah, let's bring on a lovely GM, the, one of the greatest GMs in all of Unstoppable, if not in my favorite favorite person in all the world. She is the one and only. forget to mention she also graces the R.A.W.F. main page with her beautiful presence. She is the lovely Raven. Hi, Raven. Good morning. Morning, Bob. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, hey, how are you? Yay. How are th- How are things today? How are you today? How are oh, you? I'm good. Just don't, I'm good. I'm just don't call me tomorrow. But I just <laughs> keep... Mm. Uh-huh. Can I call you yesterday? Yeah, sure, if you want, hon. I might just forget okay. you. Hey, yesterday, come sit. Sit on lap. Come. No, no, not today. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, I'll wake you up. Uh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> so, Raven, several events yeah. on ongoing under your under your uh, uh, your 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 watch. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to go? Uh, bedtime. <laughs> well, I meant uh, after you okay. do. That, that's after. Yeah, I know. Let's start with um, the extreme tile. All right, that's extreme challenge. One. Extreme challenge. Yes, that's true. You've uh, you've kind of uh, changed it up a bit in the extreme challenge division. Once yeah. you explain real quick what you're. I made it harder for them. Because I'm evil like that. Yeah. Well, you know, nothing wrong. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. So you want to quickly explain what you've changed? Yeah, the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> what they have to do is they get two matches a week. One is oh good god, hold on. Let me get my damn paperwork in order for once. Right. The first, you get two matches a week. The first match is normal rules, then it goes to SBW rules. If you win both of them. You go on to week two, where you then get hardcore rules and then no BOT rules. And you have to win both of them as well. If you can manage to win all four, you then go for the title shot. Now, <clears throat> if you lose your match, you are not technically out of the show. Because then you become a stopper. And your job is, obviously, to go and stop the runners. 
Now, in week one, only five of them could manage to win two of their matches, which were Cathy Joe, Money Sue, Wolf River Wild, whoop, losing voice, John Taylor, and Tigress. Now, I've literally just checked all the matches again, and Tigress and Wolf River Wild have won all four matches, which means mm. Cathy, John, and Money Sue to pick up their feet really quick <laughs> if they want to start that dial. So, yeah, this is going really quick, but um, I was expecting a few more to actually try and win two matches, but, you know, they didn't. <laughs> the stuff isn't uh, working well. <laughs> you know, it, it, it sounds like it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Sounds like it's going well. It's a lot well. more fun, oh. so, yeah. But, you know, I like it. I like that one. I think they do. I think. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and, of course, right. whoever gets... Right, to one. Go on. Yeah, yeah go on. Go, go ahead. No, because I was about to say something. No, stupid, carry on. Go ahead. At any Oh, okay. Radio. Right, 33 to 1. Let me just clarify something. I have literally just started season 13, so I'm not going to mention that. But season 12, Luke has won his shot to fight Knox Boogie. Um, down to you when that title match is done. Is that done tomorrow or, or are you saving it? Ah, uh, you know what? We'll discuss that tomorrow. You forgot again. Okay. Right. Okay. We'll discuss that it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> it'd be Knox, Boog- Knox Boogie defending the title against Luke's hero for hire, correct? Tomorrow? We'll go ahead and yeah. do it. We'll go yeah. ahead and pencil it in for tomorrow then. Let me make sure I Okey-dokey. note that down. Knox versus Luke. So Luke, so Knox and Luke also both pulling double duty tomorrow as Knox will take on his brother Killer Neptune for a national title shot. Luke taking on Dez for a shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. So those two will be very, very busy. I do like to keep them busy. It is going to be something. It is going to be incredible tomorrow on Superstars. You're right, going to be so, very busy, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you. Li- I see you lying around on the RAWF main page. You're just lying there for everyone to see. Yes. Yes. I'm at the beach, you know, topping up my tank because, you know, it to look good for the calendar. So, you know, what can I say? <sighs> All right, moving on to yes, Grand yes. Slam Baseball. <laughs> ah, yes, that's in, ooh, where are we in there? Well, week one. There you go. How did I forget? Yeah. Um, week one, and you know you have to win all four matches there, but Paragon, Killer Neptune, and Wolf River Wild have both won round one so far. That's it. All right. Short and oh, sweet. Short and sweet, which is what I like <laughs> from a baseball report. Uh, and finally, the tag division. <laughs> oh, the dreaded tags. Yes, um, very busy tag season. Oh, my God, there's so many of you. Ay, ay, ay. Um, I do have one thing to say. Um, Count and Monte Cisto did leave. And if um, a certain team is paying attention, they will find that they've got a new opponent in the ring. Way. 
because Cassie Joe lost her opponent. So I stepped in to help Cassie out. Because <clears throat> I'm nice like that sometimes. Make a habit of it. Um, anywho, so Dungeons and Dragons, we're waiting on you, I think. Or you could be waiting on us. But um, uh, who lost their first match? LA, any ideas? What's that? Who lost their first week's match in Turkey? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of teams that lost their first week's match. Yeah, but anyone in particular that lost this? I, 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 I'm, I'm blonde. I don't remember things like that. Would you like me to remind you? No. Are you sure? No. I mean, yes. I, I, I mean, think they. Mm. I think the public might want to know. Okay, so what? So what if me and Mithras lost our first round? Myth, Mithras has been distracted. Okay, the Swedish. I, I, I've, I've told him to quit bringing the Swedish bikini team to ringside for a tag match. You know, but he. he, he That's insists. what it is. Yes. Right. Where I'm going. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to put this to the test, okay? Because no. I've already set week two. So week three, I'm going to put you two behind closed doors and see if you can win. What? Excuse me? With no distractions. You're you're going to lock us in a room? What? Yeah. Okay, so there's that's, no distractions. That's, that's, kinky. Win. that's extremely kinky. You realize that? But, oh, my gosh. Only you could come out with kinky. But anyway, yeah, we're on week two, so there's nothing really to report as of yet. Next week will be the one. All right. Thank you, Raves. Thank you very, very much. I know I know. I cut into your sleeping time tonight, and I, I apologize. Sleeping time? I've been up since Thursday. You know, I'm good. Okay. I'm sorry. She's I, used I to guys be cutting into her sleep time. It's okay. I was going to be nice and not mention that you're being held prisoner over there, but, you know. <laughs> She's fast asleep. Don't worry about that. What a long way to wait. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Raven, very, very much, and uh, we will talk yes, to I'm you again. Be around in twelve hours. <laughs> oh, can I just oh. mention? It was um, a bloody hard match with Davila. She she deserved that. Yes, it was. That was one hell of a match that you and Davila had for the estrogen title at Immortal Six. Uh, and you you put on quite the show for the fans, so I appreciate that very very much, Raven. Hmm. I'm not good now. Going back to my beach. Goodbye. Go back to your beach. <laughs> that was that was our Hall of Fame GM, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Raven, who you can get a good look at on the RAWF main page this month on our monthly calendar. All right. Our next, our next guest has already been on for a few seconds before, but she's got two big matches tomorrow. She will be taking on Buckshot for a shot at the Fubar City Championship, currently held by Uncle Frank. But she will also be challenging Killa Neptune for his Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. She is the one and only. Wow!
and gentlemen, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs, once again. Hello again. How are you? Have you had any Excedrin yet? Oh, yeah. Well, I usually, uh, yeah. I, but the two callers that are coming <laughs> after you are probably going to give make me want to get take the most Excedrin. But anywho, let's talk about you. Let's talk about, first of all, uh, congratulations on running the gauntlet over in the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship division and getting a shot at killing Neptune's Ultimate Gauntlet. Now, that was a pretty impressive uh, five opponents, if I remember. You, I believe Teflon Sheik was in there. Uh, who else, Paragon, did you say? She yes, it was. That five, that five match run? Do you, could, Paragon? I remember three. One was Iron Sheik. I remember three of them: Teflon Sheik, Moxie, and Cassie Joe. Those right there. Just beating those three alone is pretty, pretty, pretty uh, uh, impressive. Added, add two more people to that list, and yeah, very. So Coogs, tomorrow taking. Joe made me work for it. Taking on Killer Neptune for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. You ready for this? I'm surprised, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he was the champion because I forgot to check the page. <laughs> I thought it was someone else, and I, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I don't believe I've faced Killer in a high-profile match. Yeah, I, I don't believe I've faced Killer in a high-profile match. Uh, I'm not used to his style. Whereas I'm learning some of the others as I face them, I, I've never really faced killing it. it. It's okay, Cougar. I have faith in you. I think you will kick Bruce's ass. Not, it's, it's not Bruce. It's not <laughs> well, thank Bruce you. I'll make some sushi. <laughs> don't, don't confuse her because she might think she's going up against Bruce the Shark tomorrow when it's actually Hall of Famer killing Neptune. Uh, so, I mean, good luck to you, Coogs. That's a, it'd be, it's been a while since you, it's been a while since you've held some RAWF gold. Wouldn't mind seeing you hold some again. However, in another high profile match tomorrow, a, for a shot at the Fubar City Championship, uh, it will be you taking on a double O buckshot, who right now seems to be hitting his stride, uh, last week, uh, retaining his Saturday night title right here on the show, uh, and, you know, he's been making some noise since coming into RAWF a couple months ago. Your thoughts on taking on Buckshot in a Fubar City street fight tomorrow for a shot at the title? Actually, when I heard that, I chuckled. What kind of a match is perfect for people who have a love-hate relationship? Buckshot and I love to hate each other. Mm, this is true. I I, 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 I kind of just now remembered something. He's actually your ex-brother-in-law, correct? Am I wrong? Yes. Or am I confused? Okay. That's what I no, thought. you're correct. That's right. I, I, you know, I, I, try, I, I try to get a handle on these WU family trees, but at least this one I kind of have a little bit of knowledge of. But, yes. Love-hate relationship between you and Buckshot. Uh, so, with that being said, yes. I, t- I take it you're going to uh, 
favor on the hate side of it tomorrow. I'm um, already street fight. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm already sharpening the claws. Going to sharpen the fangs a little bit. I, I'm coming for him. I, you know I love my FUBAR title. I gave up the estrogen title so I could get the FUBAR a long time ago. This is true. You did. So I, I love I my FUBAR. And I can't. I, With that yeah, being said, I, if I you can't be, even remember how long I had held the estrogen. You told it it was a record. You, you are still the longest reigning estrogen title champion in REWF history. There's a, that that one you held on to for quite a long time. Oh, really? Yes, you that you did. I I can't remember. Couldn't give you the exact amount cool. of times, but it was at least five or six months. So, uh, with that being said, Coos, uh-huh. if you do beat Buckshot tomorrow. That means you you might likely most likely will go on to anniversary and face a man who right now is on the top of his game is on the top of the mountain. Not only is he Fubar City champion, he's also our current RAWF World Champion. Uh, I mean, but he has been a dominant Fubar City champion. He has held that title for several months. Uh, but yes, but, he has. We did see him lose his at Immortal. We did see him lose the White Lightning Champion, which is fairly, White Championship, fairly similar, uh, not completely same, but fairly similar. Can you take anything out of? Can you take anything out of his loss? I'm sorry, it was actually the month before at Unyielding that he lost the White Lightning to Brunette Strangler. Can you take anything out of his loss to Brunette Strangler, and? Apply that to the Fubar City Championship match if you were to get it. In my mind, in my mind, it it makes it more clear that he is definitely beatable in that kind of a match. It's just a matter of me changing my thinking as far as how to hit him with moves. And I've I've been training with someone, so I uh, I believe it's possible I could take it from him this time. Wow! I just got I just got a fat. I just, when we fought for I the just, White Lightning. Go ahead. I was just I was just saying I got a text from our food, from our um, REW statistician that. Uncle Frank has been Fubar City champion for 335 days, which has to be a record, I do believe. So he's actually he's actually on a record pace. Uh, but I do know that if it, if there's anybody that can scratch and claw literally their way to a Fubar City title, it's you. Well, when we had our White Lightning Championship months back, that was a a brutal back and forth. And I watched him, and I think I can figure out what to do. But I have to get through Buckshot first. Yep, you got to get through Buckshot tomorrow on Superstars to even get think about getting a chance at Uncle Frank. So I wish you good luck. Which of those two matches tomorrow, Killa or Buckshot, uh, are you looking more forward to? Brutality, buckshot. Uh, for just for me, killer. 
because that's a title I've never held against a man I've never fought. Whereas I have fought Buckshot, who if you call me that word again, I will rip your throat out. Buckshot, who I have fought several times, and I have held the FUBAR. So um, I'm... I'm, I really want both of them, but I guess I would have to go with Killa being on top because that's a title I've never held. All right, and you certainly went through uh, hell to get that title shot, so I wish you the best of luck tomorrow in both matches. Uh, Coogs, a big night for you as you uh, go after two, one, potentially two titles tomorrow at, on Superstars. Good luck, hon. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this may be the last time I get to say this, but please welcome to the program Mr. R.A.W.F. himself. He is the one and only. Officially retired from RAWF. You are no longer, uh, you know, technically you're t- you're no longer a competitor. You're no longer a GM. You are done. And this may be the last time we talk to you. Is this correct? Um. Yeah. Any anything when you re- look back on your RAWF ca- career and reflect, what is it you're going to to, to remember most? Um, being inducted into the um, RAWF Hall of Fame would be probably the biggest, probably the biggest thing I achieved here. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, it, my my career started with the person that Coogs is going to go against is is Buckshot, and you know, as much as as much as it pains me to say this about Buckshot, I, I have to give Buckshot respect because Buckshot took me in and started teaching me how to be a GM, how to run, how, how to work with the company, how to go after the, 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 the big names in the companies to get to the point where, you know, you, you, you win the titles, you, you earn your title shots. 
So, so on that note, I have to say thank you to Buckshot for, for doing that. Um, also, um, to, you know, to, to it, 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 it's just been incredible right here with, you know, REWF. You've seen so, I've seen so many history-making moments. I mean, you got, look, you got Mithras over there who's, what is it? 688 days champion. You know, <laughs> Pretty close. You got. Yeah, I mean, you got you got you got the immortal Griffith who who came in. Um. Who 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 came in and look what he done in in his time. You know he he beat he, he beat like the, the 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 big names in the company. He he took them down. Um, become champion and carried the titles. Titles after titles after titles. Um. You got Raven, who's does what she does, week in and week after, you know. And you got you, Amadeus, someone who puts his heart and soul into the company that that I I I, I wouldn't have time to do. You you put up with things that I wouldn't put up with, and because I'm stubborn, and that's that's why my company's open and closed because I couldn't do it. It was just too much. Well, Judge, with that being said, now that you're – I mean, what are you going to do with all your spare time? And, There's and, a couple and, of things I'm going to be taking care of. Okay. But, Go ahead. This, there's a couple of things that I'm going to be taking care of, and and it actually looks like I've just been informed um, – wow, okay. I'm going to be coming back to REWF for – the Hall of Fame ceremony because uh, apparently John wants me to inter- in- in- induct him into the Hall of Fame. Okay, John. Sure. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Well, that. Well, then, well, this isn't the last time we're going to get to talk to you because we're going to hear you. Well, it's going to be the last time you're going to talk to me about, about 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 all my greatness that I've done in here in RWF. I mean. I'm going to give him a little credit come that night, you know, because it is his his special night. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, so it's, it's, it's very nice of you to do Very nice of you. And that's, an, that's a high honor to be asked. I, 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 you know, I, I, I wondered, very much wondered who John would pick to induct him. And, I, you know, that you were definitely a good pick. So, good congratulations, Thanks. John, by the way. We and John's had our runarounds. We've we've had matches before, you know, and we, we we've had our run-ins. And, you know, we 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 teamed up once or twice and done some stuff. But yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be see what happens. Well, Judge, and I want to thank class. you. Yeah, yes, we do. It is a great class. And Judge, I want to thank you for everything you've done here in RAWF to help entertain everybody and make REWF the best it possibly be. There's a, there's a few things that I, I, I might say, I'm going to try to forget, but you know, it's very like Billy Joel's house. Yeah. Like Billy Joel's house. Well, and, Billy know, Joel's house and, was, a, it, it was, it was a complete accident, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and the Jimi Hendrix thing. Yeah. You know, and that, then that was, you know, I, I didn't know you couldn't take it. And then there was there was this. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Immortal Halftime Show presented by Mr. R.A.W.F. Approval, but so you know it was Raven's whole thing. So, 
But yeah, I I I had to I had to crash on this on his sofa for a little bit, and uh, so I was he, he was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, really, what's I mean? I guess you could have the party. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? I come back and the in the entire house is fabulous. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, one last thing, Don't Judge, and we need, to, we need to say goodbye to you, but I believe El Vacant has a retirement present for you. Is that true, El? Oh, Is see, that right, see. El Vacant? See, see. So, you know, you, you've had a very long career. You, you've earned your retirement, so, you know, but but I think I was afraid you would get very, uh, how you say, I say, bored, um, you know, in just retirement. I mean, you're a very active guy. I can't, you know, I can't see you just sitting around, you know, picking uh, naval lint. Well, actually, I kind of can, but I don't want to. Um, so, you know, I got you this here, just here. You can put this on. Just, just, you just put this vest on for me here. What is it? What is this? Right. So, um, as starting on Monday, uh, you are the new official REWF greeter in the REWF building. Um, so, you know, you just kind of hang out in the lounge, and whenever anyone comes in, you say, hi, welcome to no. REWF headquarters. You know, and you, you you get to you know move around and still stay in touch with people. You know, it's a good retirement job. No, no, no. See, I'm I'm gone. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, you greet her now. No, let's give this to well, somebody. It even no, says no. on best. Hi, my name is Judgment. Oh, well, thank you. It thank does. You. Well, it I, really I, does. I, I that, that, that's oh, nice embroidery hey. on that. I that, really like that. That's a, that's that's nice. Thank you so much. You know, Taco Nacho Grande Bell. You're welcome. Very very welcome. Very, very, very. Oh God, where's your Excedrinette, Amadeus? <laughs> Sorry, there's no Excedrin in your pension plan. Oh, oh and uh, on top of that, I've also added something to the menu in honor of you. Oh, it's the Judge Lupa. Oh, the Judge Lupa. Yeah. And what That's is I, 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 well, it's I, like I a chalupa, that. but they don't fry it all the way, so it's a little limp. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> On that note, Amadeus, thank you again sure. for everything, and for everybody out there. It was fun. See you in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. REWF Judgment has left the building. <sighs> All right. Well, we go from one person who normally makes me take Excedrin to the person who apparently is going to take over that job. Uh, that being this young lady here. She is evil. She is an angel. She is. Ladies and gentlemen, she is Evil Angel Paige joining us. Hi, Paige. What's up? Hi, Ellie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just in I just involuntarily cringed just from you saying hi, Ellie. 
<laughs> then, just like, then my job is complete. Oh. There's no need. <laughs> I just, I just, okay. But uh, hi, so what's on your mind tonight, Paige? It's been, you know, we, what's what's going on? What have you, what have you been thinking about? I, I know you, you still, you still after Terror Inc. and calling them out, and have they responded? No, because they're being the little bitches that. Oh wait, everybody on the call said they've been. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I, I mean, we've we've talked about Sheik and his his uh quote unquote his, his claim to the Hall of Fame. Well, we've talked yeah. about we've talked. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on. I know I just came back. Okay. But I can think of people that have been here longer than him, that have beat more than him, that have held more titles, that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. The only Hall of Fame he deserves it to be in is the coattail writing wannabe Terror Inc. Hall of Fame. By the way, I'm literally taking Excedrin right now. Just letting you all know. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I I, agree. I mean, I'm I'm sure that's a, I'm sure that's a a lot of people's opinion on the Sheik claiming he's an REWF Hall of Famer after just a couple of months. I mean, it, okay, it, it, it is, I will never ever claim that I need to be in the Hall of Fame until I beat Griff, and that's never gonna happen. So, um, yeah. At least I know my place. It could happen. It's 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 not impossible. I'm not I'm not it's not probable. It's not even close to being probable, but it's not impossible. It's exactly me beating Griff. Yeah, <laughs> maybe in the year 2025 if I'm lucky. I mean, I'll point out that you'll be older by then, and I really won't be. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Griff. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? <laughs> you're lucky you're on the do not stab list. I, I appreciate it, if it matters. Wait, how did Griff get on the no stab list? Because I have respect for Griff. Not saying I don't have respect for you too, LA. But you like to irritate me, especially with the pepperoni comment. And 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 you are I mean you are inherently stabbable. You stay out of this. <laughs> and when, have, when have I I haven't made a pepperoni comment since you returned, have I? Since I've returned, and yes you have. When? Um, About two weeks ago. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, uh-huh. Pepperoni comment? <laughs> it's a long story, they did. It, it, so it's, it's a long it, pepperoni. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't help with pepperoni, but, you know, I have some spicy chorizo. Oh. <laughs> It, it's kind of, it, let's put it this way. It's kind of a per, it's a private thing between me and Paige. That, 
it's okay, like it in, it's yes, I am and any here. I will have to make it I will explain it to you later. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> but and this is face. why I want to cut your hair hair, Ellie. Oh. Why? So, you who, who, who are you giving me tomorrow to beat up? Well, you know, last time you threatened to cut my hair, you know who I gave you. You remember who I gave you last time you threatened to cut my hair? Yeah, no. You remember? You remember that? I can't give you. I can't give that person to you, but I can give you someone just as freaking tough. No. No. Good. No. Then, I, then, then we, then we don't. We, we'll, we'll, we'll shelf the can talk I have, about. Can I have a hardcore gauntlet? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> a hardcore gauntlet. Yeah. Okay. Because but, it, it, it won't be your rankings match, but I can give you a hardcore gauntlet. I can give you. I don't care. I can. I don't oh, care if it's my rankings match. You, you really want this? You're sure? Uh huh. Because you you know how many times. You, I I know that this is a th- I know you love these kind of things, but you know you rarely ever win them. I don't. At I least, have lost least two. In our, okay, fine. I've lost two in RAWS. All right, fine. You want a hardcore gauntlet? You get a hardcore gauntlet. <laughs> oh, uh, and by the way, I feel sorry for 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 Buckshot and Killer Neptune tomorrow. Yeah, I, I can see that. Coops is gonna maul him. So, Paige, huh? how many matches are we talking? Five. You want five? You want five? Yeah. Five matches? Uh-huh. Okay. <sighs> Let's see here. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is when I realized that Paige is a masochist. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Let's see here. I'm going to. Next ne- ne- next week, I may ask you if me and Raven can have a 69 Jello match on Sunday. Uh, huh? You remember our sixty nine our sixty nine uh, Jello matches? We've had one in RAWF. Nothing, nothing but pile drivers allowed, and a pull in a pool oh. of Jello. Remember LA. Remember the thing. Just, I, I'm trying to think of a. Give, give me a second. Let's see. I got LA all flustered. My job is complete. Because <laughs> it's got to be opponent people that don't you, have. You can't vest. retire. I only had one vest. I will not retire. I don't retire. I just keep coming back to annoy people. <laughs> I've tried. Oh, screw it. You trying to think of people to put her against? I already got them. I just got them. So, Paige, you wanted to, this is the, I, I consider this the near ultimate 
Fubar City gauntlet because you're going up against either someone who's already in the Hall of Fame or someone going into the Hall of Fame at Radiversary. All five matches. You ready for I'm this? I'm waiting. Your, go- your first match, Redneck Avenger, to be going into the Hall of Fame at Radiversary. Next I've match. Never faced, I've never faced RA. It'll be a good match. Let's see, see if we can bring down the house. Your next match, also going into the Hall of Fame at Radiversary, John Taylor. <laughs> That'll be a hell of a match. All y'all might want to watch because that's a battle right there because we've had ours. Your third match, a very familiar opponent, also going into the Hall of Fame at Radiversary. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you're inducting him into the Hall of Fame at Radiversary. Yes. It Bring is it. The, the Razor. Bring it. Fourth match, he's already in the RAWF Hall of Fame. Somebody I know you're quite familiar with. Money Sue. I'm going to have to take a bleach. Coops, can you have the bleach bath ready after that match, please? And last, but certainly not least, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, the immortal Griffith. L.A., you are predictable. Oh, hi. (laughs) I had two of those matches Already in my head as knowing you were going to book them. You are so predictable. Well, you had no idea about the other three. You're right. I didn't. But I knew you were going to throw Griff in there. And I knew you were going to throw Razor in there. Well, you know. For the record, I assumed he was going to throw Frank at you. You know, that would have have crossed my mind. That, I was very tempted, but Frank. You know, I don't want to overwork Frank. He is my world heavyweight champion, after all. So, yes, I, I, I even cons- I also considered members of Terror Inc., but at the same time, they're all pretty busy tomorrow as well. You mean the bitches? They are no longer. I am no longer going to refer to them as what they want to be called. They are forever known now in my brain. The Oh, we'll just call him bitching. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I am extending the show another 30 minutes. Because we still have at least one other person to talk to and other things to talk about. So, once again, Paige, good luck to you on the gauntlet. Thank you for giving me even more work on Superstars tomorrow, as if I didn't already have enough to freaking do. I Somebody has to take over Judgment's job. However, that won't be your rankings match tomorrow because I cannot allow a gauntlet to be a rankings match. And I am fine with that, Ellie. You know me. I the know more you. people that I can, I can punch in the face and get away with it makes you Paige quite a happy little girl. But I think, I think, I think, you know. I think it's and time that, for my ladies and gentlemen, is when I realize she is also a sadist. So your rankings match tomorrow on Superstars will be against another R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, the Paragon of Greatness. 
That okay, so I've actually never faced Paragon <laughs> at all ever. So this will be fun. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> the way I see it Tell me I I'm predictable, it, will you? Don't throw that shit I, at you. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta earn my I gotta earn my I gotta earn my way back up. Did you just I, go back on shit? No. I've got to earn my way back up. I I made a, a comment that I'm not gonna go too far into that I was gonna behave myself this time around and not just demand and say that I deserved it because of um yeah. We're just gonna leave it at that. So all I have to say is bring it because I <laughs> LA I hope you have enough uh, enough space for all the stuff that's about to be said and I hope that all of y'all and I'm talking all of RAWS with the exception of Anarchy I've all ho- hope I hate I really do that none of y'all are crybabies because then I might just might make you cry. I mean, you already have a magic money suit. I'm gonna need a bleach bath after that. It's oh, oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one, Evil Angel Page. Evil Angel Page is going to have her hands full with a bunch of Hall of Famers tomorrow. Five of them in a hardcore gauntlet, and then a rankings match against the Paragon of Greatness. Does anybody envy her right now? Not me. Love you, Paige. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, I'll cut your hair for this one. Hmm. You asked for it. Why do I got to get uh, All right. Our next because guest. Because you put me in a back with Literally. Chat. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, has a has a pretty has two has a pretty important match tomorrow himself. He's also gone on record as be wanting a shot at Uncle Frank's Fubar City Championship. Uh, he is the one and only. <laughs> Taking on Alistair Fiend, the, the winner will go on to be one of Brunette Strangler's two opponents in the Triple Crown Championship at Radiversary. Um, coming off a huge win over Aggie at Immortal. First, let's talk about 
it is not the first time you've been in been in this situation. You have taken you've actually taken on Alistair Fiend before in a triple crown contender match. This is like I believe the second time. The last time not so success, successful for you, but you've been kind of on you're kind of on one of your highs here. Uh coming off that big win against Aggie. Uh you're feeling pretty confident. You seem to have a little swagger in your step. Uh what do you have to do to beat Alistair Fiend tomorrow? Can you continue the run? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, last time I actually dominated him, but then I asked, uh, pretty much uh, went right into his defenses and ended up losing it. So I took my off, my eye off the ball on that one. But this time will be different. I won't take my eye off the ball this time. I will get that uh, shot again at the Triple Crown Championship. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty confident that I can beat him. Now, you were in the Triple Crown title match at Immortal. Were not successful. Brunette Strangler retained the title. Uh, Killer Neptune was the third third member of that match. Uh, he will. Ne- it will not be him. It'll either be... Let me remind myself real quick. It'll either be uh, Hobo Ezekiel or, or John Taylor. Uh, so, with that being said, did you learn anything from that triple crown match about brunette strangler that you might be able to take advantage of at radiversary. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I almost beat her. Um, I did make one mistake, but I almost beat her. So I think I can, I did learn that I know what her, uh, strategy is. So hopefully I can, uh, you know, incorporate it. If I beat Alistair and get into that towel shot, Hopefully, I can incorporate it into the title match and hopefully win the title this time. And, of course, as I said, it will not be Killer Neptune in that match. It will either be Hobo Ezekiel or John Taylor. Will that have to change – will that put a put any wrench into a strategy going into that match for you? Uh, for them, yes. Um, I haven't faced uh, Hobo in a while. Uh, I think I've only faced them once, and it was so, uh, like uh, that champion's choice title shot that we had a long time ago and then uh john taylor i haven't faced him in a while but he's pretty tough so i have to watch out for him too all right well good luck to you tomorrow against alistair feed now luigi uh let's talk about what you the minute uncle frank won the world title you were among two people that stepped up and say hey we want to challenge you for the food bar city title now Allie was Allie Bunny Harris was the first one. She uh, could not get a title shot because she did not finish in, in the top 25. Uh, so obviously Frank couldn't accept such a challenge. But when you made the challenge, someone who was in the top 25, he kind of he he kind of said, no, you know, no, not yet, but I will take you on in a Fubar City Street Fight uh, in his own little way. He didn't actually say that with words. He said that with actions. Uh, how you will get that match next week on Superstars against Uncle Frank? Uh, how important? Looking forward, how important is a win over Uncle Frank in a non-title Fubar City Street fight for you? It will prove to uh, to him and everyone else that I do deserve a title shot at him. Uh, uh, I'm thinking he's probably just ducking me because he knows I've been in more Fubar City Street fights than he has in the last two months. Uh, I've been in like eight, nine of them, or eight of them. This will be my ninth coming up next week, and uh, 
and he's only been in like two. <laughs> so, well, that's but, not technically you know, true because he's defended the Fubar City Championship at every pay per view over the la- almost the last year. So you can't really say that he's yeah. actually been a very dominant well, Fubar City champion. Yeah, well, the last two months is what I'm talking about because the last time I've had like yeah last two uh, last month I had like seven of them. In my last one. <laughs> this is true. This and, is true, Luigi. You have been on, you've been on quite yeah. the tear in these Fubar City street fights. You, is is this why you've been asking for so many Fubar City street fights? Because you've been preparing. This is actually something you you want badly is to, to get a shot at Uncle Frank's Fubar City Championship. So you're trying to make a statement in Fubar City titles, title or yeah street um, fight. Yeah, even if he didn't win the world title, I'd still challenge him no matter what. And uh, I do want that Fubar City title. I mean, uh, the last time I faced him in a hardcore match was actually the high voltage title, and I almost beat him. But like I said, I made one mistake, and it cost me. So this time, next week, I will face him in a uh, Fubar City street fight, and I will go in there and show him that I do want that title, and there's nothing going to stop me, not even him. All right, Luigi. It's uh, this is definitely the most vocal I've heard you in a long time. Something you're definitely got some passion about. Um, so I wish you good luck. We'll talk more about that for with you next week if you're around. But tomorrow it will be you versus Alistair Fiend. The winner will go on to get a triple get in the triple crown championship match at Radiversary. So good luck to you tomorrow, Luigi. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Luigi Mario, he definitely sounds a bit different tonight as he has in the past. He seems to have some passion in him, some confidence. We will see going forward where that leads him. Uh, Our next guest is the reigning midnight hobo champion. Ladies and gentlemen, he has been, he has held that title for over 600 days. I couldn't give you the exact amount of days, but it is it is the longest reigning reign in RAWF history of any championship at any time. Uh, coming off Immortal, the win over Hobo Ezekiel, he has defeated just about anyone you throw against him when that Midnight Hobo Championship is on the line. He is the one and only. Good to hear from you. How are you tonight? Hello, Mr. Title Man. Hi. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, Amadeus, Boston guy. Um, and uh, <laughs> El Day Conk. Uh, you know, how you doing, guys? 
I, you said that, that, that Luigi, I just got to make a comment about Luigi. And you said he sounded different and that he had in him confidence and, and aggressiveness. I'll tell you what, you know what he had in him was a couple of bottles of Midnight Hobo. I never heard him talk like that, and I couldn't even hear a complete sentence. But, hey, that's cool. Good for him. Um, you know, and uh, based on the challenges he was throwing out there, definitely there might be a third bottle uh, around there somewhere. But he's a good kid, and good for him for getting his his uh, aggression on. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to Ezekiel for a tough match. He's uh, got my respect, and I got to say the guy's pretty funny and uh, calling him my, you know, hobro which is that he is a hobo brother. And since he's got, you know, hobo in his name, all right, well, that makes sense. Uh, but uh, that was a tough match, and congratulations to him. So that's that. And I also got to tell you, Money Sue has been, like, stalking me and <laughs> desperately wants a title match for the uh, Midnight Hobo title. I don't want to do it tomorrow but I would do it at the next available show if you're down with that, boss guy. Whoa. So, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, you're saying you're going to grant Money Sue a Midnight Hobo Championship match next Sunday? If that's an okay date. I, I don't want to that, step on any, like, PP, you know, pay-per-view sort of thing. Nope, nope, nope. It's, it's, it's totally fine. We got plenty of time before the next pay review, so yeah, uh, we can do that. I will let me pencil that down. The seat that would be the twelfth, correct? Yes. Oh, bring it! Yep. Midnight Hobo Championship will be online. Go ahead. I got a message for him. I got a message for for Sue. I said it to uh, Hobo. I said I'm going to say it to Sue. Here, bring everything you got. Beat this crap out of me. See if you can take me down. No one else has before. No one else has done it. You bring it. Take it. Take me down. Hit me with everything you've got, Sue. Because I don't think it's going to matter. I think at the end of the night, the end of the match, you're going to be crying home to mom. And I'll still have the title. And I ain't drinking any midnight hobo tonight. I'm sorry? Yeah, you don't drink. Right? I you know, don't. You don't. Right? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, protein drinks. There is no. Yeah, I don't think. I, oh, good Lord. All right, Mithras, you got it. It will be you versus Money Sue, Midnight Hobo Championship on the line next Sunday. And let me look at the city. What city do I have as a scheduled pencil? I think someone's been eating his testosterone. Testosterone? <laughs> <laughs> Something. Ah, it will be in Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. So that's oh, where that will go down. Well, speaking speaking of that, if I may get a little locker room oriented here for a moment. When Money Sue hears about this, I would just like stay away from the guy because we don't know what's going to erupt out of his body when he hears about this. That's all I'm going to say. Leave it at that. Um, I'm going to officially say ew. Hey, that is not the one that's got to face him in the ring. That's not a that's not a mental picture any of us wanted to see. But okay, wow, oh wow. But yes, Mithras. I mean, 
I must say, not only if you held that title longer than anybody, I mean, it's not like you just you you sit on your laurels and defend it only pay per views. This is probably the at least the fourth or fifth time you've accepted challenges on superstars for the Midnight Oboe Championship over your reign. So I mean, that makes it that much more impressive that you know you will ex- occasionally accept challenges for that title. Uh, so I I got to give you your props. You are as far as title as far as title reigns go. This is probably the most impressive in of history, bar none. Well, I appreciate that. But I got I to gotta admit something. I am probably your laziest wrestler, if not your laziest champion. And that should change. That should definitely change. So I've got something on my sleeve. Even though I'm not Uh-oh. wearing a shirt. <laughs> Well, you know, it it probably would help. I I, I mentioned this to Raven. We could probably you and I could win those tag titles if it wasn't for the Swedish bikini team that you insist on bringing to ringside. I'm just saying, you and I, I could be our team. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, can, but can, you, know, you got to entertain the fans. You got to entertain the fans. You, you got to keep the you know the the, the gate matters. How much I volunteer to watch them in. if you don't want to bring them to ringside. I'll keep, I'll look after them. You know, I wouldn't worry about you because I've got such a better set of pecs than you do, dude. I ain't worried about nothing. So if you want to watch them, I'm sorry. Clearly, you've been dipping into your own stock, Mr. I don't drink. No, 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 no. But, yeah, so I've got some plans in mind. I'm not going to be the the laziest wrestler in the RAWF for much longer. But I appreciate it. Really? How you can say you've been laziest is beyond me, but okay. I mean, if if what you've done, what you've accomplished with the Midnight Oboe Championship is being lazy, I don't want to – I'm not sure anybody in RAWF wants to see you uh, not lazy. That's a scary thought, (laughs) I think, for any competitor listening in on this conversation. I'm I'm just saying. Well, (laughs) I set my targets – properly i don't i don't say oh let's let's aim for the moon you know i got other targets and uh yeah it's um it'll be interesting i think it'll be fun i believe mithras just put 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 all y'all on notice <laughs> i was just saying in okay. his own lazy way yeah in his own lazy <laughs> way yeah <laughs> I think I I think if I was a champion in RAWF right now and I'd heard Mithras the Title Machine say that, I'd be a little bit worried. Just saying. All right, thank you, Mithras. And, and real quick Thanks, on your sir. take on this whole Teflon Sheik claiming he's an RAWF Hall of Famer business, since you are a Hall of Famer yourself. You know, I, I think it's complimentary. That somebody would, you know, lie about something, um, you know, lie about being as good as all the folks that are in the uh, Hall of Fame, and that just says how much he he respects it, and kind of maybe is a little jealous. Um, you know, he's got a mouth on him, he runs it, he and his, you know, little uh, valet guy, whatever that guy's name is, I kind of forget. Like most people, I forget who he is. But um, okay, come on, that was a good lie. Come on. That anyway, was good. Um, I, I, was, I chuckled. That was good. I chuckled. <laughs> so, in any way, um, you know, uh, uh, I think it's just it's complimentary, but I think he's got to earn it. 
Oh, obviously. Obviously, he is not a Hall of Famer at this point. And just a couple of months of being in REWF. But, you know, I just wanted to hit the take on on the Hall of Famers. And since I am an REWF Hall of Famer, let me weigh in real quick. Cheek. You got to do a lot more than you fucking have at this point uh, to consider yourself an RAWF Hall of Famer. There's people in this company that have worked their asses off uh, over the last six years, and we're coming up on our six year anniversary next month. Uh, that that are Hall of Famers before I even consider you an RAWF Hall of Famer. So take that as you will. Whoa! I think you've just put I think you've just put the sheik on notice. Well, you know, he's trying. He 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 wants to throw up some shit. I'm going to tell him how it is. I think is someone not. shared his testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are a taxi. Yes, we are. We're the, yeah. Um, but yeah. So that being said, let's talk about the RAWF Hall of Fame. It will be at Radiversary, ladies and gentlemen, June 2nd, the Hall of Fame inductions of the Redneck Avenger, the Razor. It will be John Taylor. It will be Uncle Frank, your new world heavyweight champion. And then, of course, uh, posthumously, it will be uh, Abigail Hain and Anarchy's Little Angel all going into the RAWF Hall of Fame uh, in on June 2nd, live from Cleveland, Ohio. It, and I think this is a very strong RAWF Hall of Fame. And until... Uh, a few days ago, we thought that there was a chance that it would be the first Hall of Fame class going in that didn't have a former or former or current world heavyweight champion among them. Uncle Frank changed that when he beat Paragon. So <laughs> uh, it's a very solid class. Uncle Frank certainly deserves it. R.A., longstanding member of R.A.W.F., certainly deserves it. John, who John Taylor, uh, hardworking journeyman here in R.A.W.F., one of the few people that can say, before Mithras got his hands on it, is a former Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, and then, of course, Abby, we all miss her. God love her. And then, of course, the Razor for everything he did with the tag division for so long as a GM. Plus, he is, of course, uh, former champions as well, Fubar City, as well, as well as, I believe, National and what. So, you know. All of those guys, it is a great class. I, do, I am truly proud of all of them. And as I've always said, if if all RAWF Hall of Famers help make RAWF what it is. So very proud and happy for all five of those folks. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get to our promotion part of the show. Where we promo, where I go around the horn here, if you will, and ask people if they want to promote anything before we sign off for the evening. I will start with Luigi Mario. Luigi, anything you'd like to promote tonight, whether it be yourself or another company or what have you? Um, yeah, actually, I do have a company I'm going to promote. Um, it's uh, Foul, uh, as as O W A, uh, Future One's uh, wrestling cami. It's run by Papa Shaker, and so one. It's basically my been my home since I came in the W. So if you guys haven't already, go ahead and check it out. It's getting pretty cool. All right. 
let's go on, move on to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, keep your eyes out. Uh, as, uh, as soon as uh, Cougar and Kill and Neptune wrap up their match on Superstars this week, I will be sending out a company message, and the RAWF Ultimate Gauntlet will be up for sign-up again. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Judge... Judgment, Mr. R.A.W.F., anything you would like, for the last time, like to promote here on Yeah, I'm calling from the bus. I'm calling back from my bus. Okay. Um, Just promote, you guys get out and and get people involved in R.A.W.F., get them to come in here, because this is a outstanding company. You guys all rule. Again, I'll see you at, uh, when is the Hall of Fame thingamajig? June 2nd. Rediversary. Yeah, June 2nd. Yep. Okay, I'll see you June 2nd. But until then, I'm going to go masturbate all over Kansas. So enjoy yourself. Thank you for that. Hmm. Ah, Mithras, anything you would like to promote tonight, sir? Uh, well, I wish Judgment had told me that he was going to say that because, you know, I don't. I, now it makes sense why he asked for my eight by ten glossy photo. Anyways, uh, <laughs> to 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 promote other than um, no nothing. USL fighting USL. Get a get a stable. Join a stable. Get in USL. Do it. All right. I I, I was gonna say you what you're not promoting USL. I know, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're either gonna join or they're not. You know. Miss Evil Angel Page, is there anything you would like to promote tonight? <laughs> of course there is, LA, because you know, yeah, well, whatever. I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm mad at you. I'm going to stab you. Anyway, now I have to read everything again. So, as some of you already know, the crazy ones, aka me and my lovely twin, have decided that it's time for the asylum to come back. So if you're crazy, which, yeah, that's 90% of you, L.A., you included, and it's not my fault. If you love wearing hug-me jackets or taking meds, then by all means, or you just want to go completely, absolutely crazy, by all means, please come join the asylum because we'll make you that way. Oh, and yeah, when you come... Uh, I hate to say it, but you want to talk to me? You got to go through my brother first. So good luck getting through Draven and his match. All right, thank you, Paige. I'm not, I'm, I'm, <laughs> mm. <sighs> kid, anything you'd like to promote tonight, sir? See, si, uh, new at all the uh, the vacant taco trucks. Uh, we have our new new special in honor of, uh, of Mr. RAWF. We have the uh, the Jalupa. Um, you know, especially if you find that the uh, the normal Jalupa is you know a little too crunchy, a little too stiff for your likings. This one is a little you know left. It's only half fried, so it's a little limp. You know, a little easier to digest. Um, so you know, come on in, get yourself. You know, it's uh, it's made of chorizo. You know, the the spicy sausage. So I think you know I think it'll be very popular. All right. Thank you, El Vega. Very yeah, much. Nice. 
I now turn to the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the great Red Dragon. Anything you'd like to promote tonight, sir? Uh, tomorrow's show, be there at ringside, where I will try to stick another loss to the unstickable Teflon Sheik, which isn't true because everything sticks to Teflon. We already know that. But, you know, for, you know, for the sake of it, you know, Teflon, I hope you're listening. You're sticky. Tune in tomorrow. We'll see y'all then. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dragon. And last but certainly not least, he is the one and only Immortal Griffith. Members of the RAWF universe, we here at the RAWF Hall of Fame have an announcement to make for all of you would-be Hall of Fame members who feel that they are overlooked or perhaps under underestimated. If you feel that you are you are Hall of Fame material and we have somehow overlooked you, please, by all means, get a microphone and announce it to the universe because that is the absolute best way to make sure every member of the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame notices you because we <laughs> Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for showing up and listening. And it appears the chat is working a lot better. Blog Talk's working on that. Thank goodness. Uh, hopefully, soon they'll make even better changes so that everybody can come in and enjoy the chat and not with their email addresses as their names. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, I want to wish you all a happy Cinco de Mayo. Please be safe tomorrow. And uh, once again, drinking. Once so again, can we talk about that? We're going to drink tomorrow now. You said after. It's after now. I want to talk about the drinking. Don't worry, El Vagan. I'll make sure we get nice and smashed tomorrow. Cervezas. I need it Tequitas. Yeah. Cervezas. Tequilas. Margaritas. Uh, mar- oh, margaritas. I need some margaritas. There's no doubt about that. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I took yeah. all the tequila. I've already drank it all. Paige. I have an entire country of it. I don't think you drank it all. I drank all of L.A. Oh, that's different. For everyone here on After Hours and in R.A.W.F., we bid you all a fond farewell. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hasta hasta la bye-bye.